You're listening to the Jewish Living Podcast. I'm Rabbi Nachum Mech. Shalom to all. We, I'm welcoming everyone to another wonderful edition, an episode of Jewish Living, Practical Halacha, an introductory course to Jewish Living. We've been talking about the laws of brachas, the prayers that we recite on food before we eat them. Last week, we talked about uh, mizonos and hamotzi, bread and, and grain products. I want to do a quick review because it was a lot of information. It is cr- critical information because this is the type of stuff that comes across everyone's plate, literally, ev- probably every single day, unless you really avoid carbs. But even then, you're probably going to have to deal with it. This is these are regular halachas, so I want to make sure that everyone really has them firm. And uh, we're going to do a quick review. Make yourself cozy anyway. Okay, so far so good. You're with me. Bread. Before we eat bread, we make the special prayer, the bracha hamotzi lacha min haaretz. What is the halachic definition of bread? We mentioned last week. It's if you take flour of any of the five grains which are wheat, barley, spelt, right, spelt, rye, or oats, to the exclusion of anything else. Corn is not flour, is not uh, halachically a, a grain for this consideration. You take flour, you knead it together with water, and you bake it. You've got yourself bread. And now the halacha is, the law is, hamotzi lachem in haaretz. Straightforward enough. We pointed out that that's bread. There is something called mizonos, which are grain products. The question is, is how do you have a grain product that's not bread? So we pointed out there are really two categories. Category number one is if you've got flour and water and it's not baked. You have, it's boiled. It's, uh, it's not flour. That would be another option. So if you have flour, water baked, uh, baked, I'm sorry, flour, flour, sorry, I'm confusing here. Flour, water boiled, or water, not flour, but a grain product. That's also, you know, baked. So we said like porridge, uh, oatmeal, pasta. It's not baked, it's boiled. The halacha is, the law is, that's a mizonos, Okay. That's called just the, the halachic terminology. It's called a misa top shell. That's just a grain dish to Mizonos. Am I, is everyone with me? Good. Positive faces, not blank face. Good. Any questions on that so far? That category of Mizonos, of grain products, eat to your heart's content. You just make a Mizonos. Yeah, eat, you know, five pounds worth of it. You're fine. Okay. No. So that's what we are. And again, we're going to talk about all the rules. Question is, let's say I happen to have my roll and now I want to have oatmeal. So we're going to see, not for today's class, but the bracha of hamotzi. Once you make the bracha of hamotzi, the prayer on bread, you don't need to make any brachas, any prayers on most, not all, but most other foods. Put a circle around that. We're going to get to that. Not next week, but in a well, actually, maybe maybe the next class. So, Jonathan has one more question. Okay, so we're gonna get there right now. Okay, so we saw so again bread, flour, water baked. 
flour water not baked, that's just a Mizono's, that's a green dish. We pointed out there's some a different category of grain products, which the terminology is pas hababa kisnin. I'm going to just call it kisnin bread. Kisnin being a Hebrew, probably an Aramaic word, which doesn't really translate into anything. As a matter of fact, it actually can mean one of three things. So we're just going to call it kisnin bread. If something is a kisnin product, so the law we saw goes like this. If you're a kisnin grain product, so if you have a little bit of it, it's just like a Mizonos. It's just like a grain product. If you have a lot of it, then you have to wash and treat it like bread. We asked, what's the difference between a little or a lot? We said it's kind of, it's an art, not a science. It's going to depend on, on what category person you are. Not exactly by your age, but basically gender, general age group. So for example, we said, if you're a teenage boy who eats an incredible amount of food, trust me, I know because I've got two of them and it's unbelievable how much food they can consume. So then to eat enough Kisnin food to, for it to be considered bread, it's, just, it's gonna be different than a seven-year-old girl or a 97-year-old girl. It's just gonna be different. And it's case by case. But what constitutes Kisnin bread? Let's do a quick review. We did this last week. I think it's worth it, right? I just want to do a quick review. What constitutes Kisnin bread? We saw it's one of three things. It's not, it's not and, it's or. If you're one, any one of these three things, you are Kisnin bread. Doesn't mean, right? It's an or, not an and. Number one, again, we said bread is flour, water, baked. So category number, so that's for bread. Kisnin bread, option number one, is flour, water, other significant ingredients in the dough. So flour, water, chocolate, sugar, chocolate chips. You bake it, what do you have? Cake. You really think about it. Cake is flour, water, and baked. But because it's got significant other ingredients in there, it's now kisnin. Which means if you just have a little bit of cake, it's Mizonos. If you are eating an unhealthy amount of cake, you've got to actually treat it as bread. Okay, how much is unhealthy? Again, I'm joking, but unhealthy. A meal's worth. How much would someone like you, if they wanted to eat this as a meal, how much would they be eating? So even if you're not eating it as a meal, but if someone like you would just say, this is going to be my breakfast. Think about it. It's actually not crazy. Some people for breakfast, they're just going to have a nice amount of cake and coffee. So I don't know what that number is. You're going to have to wash like bread, make the bracha, the prayer of hamotzi, and you're going to treat it like bread. Category number one, which flour, water, other signif a significant amount of other ingredients kneaded together in the dough. My good so far? How much is significant? We saw, it's again, it's it's hard to know the answer to that. These things are a little bit of a feel. There is a difference between Spartac and Ashkenazic traditions on this. Ashkenazic tradition says it's got to be really significant. If you just have a little bit, it's still bread. So for example, you just put, you have flour, water, and a little bit of uh, rosemary in your dough. You'll taste it. That's still, that's still bread. For Spartac Jews, and not so simple. 
even if it's a little bit, it's, it's, it's hard to know exactly, but I don't know. Rosemary's probably, that's probably not enough. I don't exactly know what the draw, what the line is. So I don't know. It's hard. There's everyone's, it's like, it's hard to know. These are obviously every dish is going to be different, but that's the basic idea. <clears throat> Cats category number one, flour, water, other ingredients. Category number two is flour, water, baked, but it comes out brittle. Bread, if you think about it, is nice and soft. Flour, water, and baked could be a pretzel, a cracker. It's brittle. If Can you go like this? Will it crack? Flour, water, baked, but it comes out brittle is going to be kisnin bread. Flour, water, baked, but it's brittle is kisnin bread, which again means a cracker, a, a, a pretzel. You're just having it as a snack. By the way, Cheerios. Yep. Yep, you heard it here first, folks. Cheerios, if you have eight bowls of Cheerios, you need to wash them and, and treat it like bread. Okay, Cheerios is flour, water, baked. I think, as far as I know. If you have a lot of it, a significant amount of it, you're going to have to treat it like bread. But if you're just having a bowl here and there, it's okay. Okay, what's the story with matzah? We talked about last week. Matzah, if you really think about it, is flour, water, bake, but it's brittle. And we saw, indeed, Spartac Jews treat matzah during the year as a mizonos. They do not treat it as bread. Ashkenazic Jews, we treat it as bread the whole year. Spartac Jews will treat matzah as bread on Passover. As we saw, we pointed out, I'm going to say it again, the rules, a lot of this stuff, It's these are the, the general rules which hold 96% of the time. There are going to be exceptions. Matzah is just an exception. The Torah calls matzah bread, so it's bread. But for Spartan, they'll say it's bread on Passover. Okay? That's how Spartan Jews were going to treat it. Good? That's category number two of Kisnin bread. Category number three of kisnin bread. So again, category number one, flour, water, other ingredients in your dough. Category number two, flour, water, baked, but brittle. Category number three is flour, water. I've now made my dough. So my dough is just like any other bread dough. But before I put it into the oven and bake it, on top or around my dough, I put other things and the, the word kisnin in this sense means like a pocket. I think that's, that's how I was always taught. So if I've got other things baked up, excuse me, on top of my dough after the dough. So again, if category number one, it's before my dough is made. I've got flour, water, and I put other ingredients in dry. And now I need it. The third category is I've made my dough, just flour, water, but I've put other things kind of around on the dough. Classic, the classic example we pointed out last week is pizza. And we pointed out last week, this is the age old question in Judaism. This is the question that everyone debates. Rabbi, how much pizza do you need to eat to wash and treat it like bread? And the answer is going to be like we said earlier. It's going to depend on who you are. If you're a teenage boy, it, it's probably like somewhere between 20 and 21 slices because that's how much they need for it to be a meal. If you're like, I don't know, like a six-year-old, whatever, it might be a half a slice. It really is going to depend on your age group. Usually, I've always been told three slices, you're pretty much, usually three slices is going to be 
That's what I usually do. Me personally, three slices, that's a meal for me. Two, uh, one for sure, I treat it as a mizonos. I just grab a slice, one slice of pizza, it's a snack. Two, uh, I don't think so. Three for me, but again, it's gonna depend on your age group. And that is the story of Kisnin bread. It comes up all the time. I wanna pause here to make any questions on Kisnin bread. Tal has a question. So if you take like Kala, for example, and then you cover it in poppy seeds and sesame seeds, where's that line? The answer is, thank you, Tal, this was a setup. I love it. Thank you. Well, you're a half setup. Um, and let's 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 deal with that. That is, you've got. Let's talk about that case. It's flour, water. Usually, you put on the, the the poppy seeds. Let's say you'll do it. Let's say how this is how I make challah. Not that. Okay, quick. Take you behind the scenes at the meth house. I'll make the dough. My wife doesn't like making dough. I don't mind making the dough. I hate braiding challah. My wife loves braiding challah. So every now and again, when we're in a good rhythm, I'll make the dough. You do the braiding and everything is great. We didn't do that last week, actually. She did the whole thing. She typically, what ends up happening is I'm negligent. She does the whole thing. But after she braids it, what does she often do? We'll do like an egg wash of some sort and you'll put poppy seeds, everything bagels, you know, the every, what's it called? The everything from Trader Joe's makes that. Oh my gosh, isn't that good? So good. So usually we treat that, that's, that's, because, that's, that's bread with toppings. That we don't view it as pizza. It's different. That's again, why? I can't really tell you. Probably it's two things. It's probably a combination. Of, it's not a combination. It's either one of two things. It's number one is people view it as bread. It's challah. It's challah with just a little bit of flavor on it. It's it's challah functionally. People call it challah. That's answer number one. Answer number two is it's not really doing all that much. It's really flour and water with just a little bit of spice to give it a little bit of kick. Okay. Like raisins, raisins would be the same thing, but it's um, it gets a little trickier. At a certain point, you're like, why are we making hamotzi on this? To the extent my wife made already yesterday apple challah for Rosh Hashanah, yeah. it is disgustingly good. And I've always questioned, like, it's really a cake. It's flour, water makes the makes the dough, you know, makes the dough. But then before it's baked, there's a lot of apple in there. Like we pointed this out last week. The answer is this is going to be an exception. Really, the answer should be it's bread. I'm sorry. It's, pardon me. Really, the answer is it should be kisnin bread. It should be exactly like pizza. This is going to be one of those things where I just, I think it's an exception. I've run it by rabbis. And like the bottom line is, but people, everyone calls it challah. You're eating it as challah. People treat it as challah. It's an exception to the rule. And you got, these are going to come up every now and again. It's an exception to the rule. If people call it challah and are eating it as challah, it's challah. We'll give a reverse, a reverse we pointed out there. Again, there are 4% of the cases are just exceptions. They're not going to fit uh, neatly into the category. We talked about um, soft pretzels, flour, water, baked. No one eats it as bread. People treat it as a snack. I'm not saying everyone agrees with this, but my practice is I will treat it not like bread, but as Mizonos, even though I can't, it it really fits in exactly into the category of bread. It's an exception. Okay. Question. Are we saying, like, for example, going back to the, the apple ingredient, 
Sure, Paula. Are we saying there's a difference whether that is on top or or in the dough? There is theoretically a difference. Theoretically, if it's mixed in the dough originally, again, practically, if it's this challah, it, it's an exception. So, like, say raisins. Okay. I think they do the raisins are is in the dough. Yeah, raisins are in the dough. Apple is not. I, I think either way, that, see, in that way, it's a little easier because that doesn't really add it to the raisin. It's really hollow with a little bit of raisins. Yeah. I know in my apple hollow, there's a lot of apple in there. <laughs> and it's good <laughs> if I can add. But but so I think the raisin, the raisin hollow is a little bit more conventional. We say it's really, it's right. That's not enough to really lower it to, to downgrade it from being proper bread to kisnin bread. The apple, I'm a little unsure, but you're right. It's really one is in category one, one's in category three, but I don't really think that's what, what's making the difference. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the bracha is based on what role it's occupying? Yes. Uh, no. The bracha really, it follows, again, it follows the rules that we just set up. Flour, water, bake is bread. Flour, water, kisnin is kisnin bread except if you happen to be an exception. And they're gonna be case by case. They're gonna be case by case. I think we hit on some of the most popular ones. It could be there are other exceptions that don't come to mind. I think of soft pretzels, that apple challah, uh, again, it could just be, it's just not enough apple. Hard for me to hear that, I don't know. But um, but that's kind of how how it, how it rolls. Rabbi? Jonathan. The only distinction that versus uh, so okay, so John is asking a great question. Let's say you're not sure if something is kissing bread or not. So can you just wash? The answer is, is, I mean, again, the differences are important. What bracha do you recite? We got to get it right. But if you're not sure if something is kissing bread or not, you can't just wash and say, I'm going to treat it as bread. What you could do, but again, not for today's class, is you could just wash, make a mozi, and eat a proper piece of bread. You know, just grab a piece of toast, grab a regular, a proper piece of bread, and now you for sure get it out of, out of a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that really is, as we're going to see, especially in the next part of today's class, there are a lot of instances, and again, this should be pointed out, it's the... the there are a lot of scenarios in, in halacha where it's just, it's not clear. It's just hard. It's hard to know for one of two reasons. Either it's like, it's hard to know where do you draw the line? Or sometimes I know where to draw the line, but there is a rabbinic, it's called a machloka. So it'll be a disagreement. So like, and we're about to see a couple of those where the Mishnah Brura, which is typically the, the source that I use when I teach and what I follow. And I think what most what everyone should be following, the Mishnah Brura himself will sometimes tell you, this is a tricky thing. Only eat it in, a, he says, suda. he'll talk about things like that. He'll say, only eat it in the middle of a meal because it's just, it, it's tricky because, you know, it's unresolved halachically. That does happen. Not so often, but it does happen. Okay. Are we good? I want to now move on to the next, another, kind of like the next category like in the word, we've been talking about bread. We've been talking about grain products. Terrific. And again, we have bread. We have none. We have just good old fashioned grain products. And we have kisnin bread. Terrific. There's another interesting category um, that's worth our a, a moment of consideration. And that is, I'm going to call it, it this is, I don't mean this in the literal sense, denaturing bread. Can you take bread 
and do, it's bread, flour, water, baked. It's good old fashioned bread. Does that mean it's always and forever going to be bread? At what point is there anything I can do to bread to denature it to sort of after it's been made into bread to kick it down to being a Mizonos? And the answer is yes. Croutons! Everyone wants to know our good friend croutons. So you've all come to the crouton class. I happen to love croutons, and we're going to talk about croutons right now. Okay? Okay, yes, but let's talk about croutons for a second. What you did, potentially, it's going to, and I'm going to flat, Joel, thank you for bringing that up. Joel's saying, wait a minute, aren't croutons brittle? I'll ask you a different question. Isn't toast brittle? At some point. Exactly. So let's talk. It's going, everything is really going to depend on how it's made. Yes, how it's made. Okay. It's going to depend on how it's made. If I have flour, water, I bake it, and it comes out as nice, soft bread. It's delicious, out of the oven. It smells good. It's too many carbs for me. You need a wash, make a mozi, treat it like bread. If I decide, you know what, I want to eat this as a as toast, and I now I cut a slice and I stick it in my toaster. Now it's brittle. The answer is it doesn't matter. It's still bread because it was flour, water, and baked, and it emerged as bread. Once it emerges as bread, it's bread. To unbreadify it, that is not a word. I'm going to denaturing it, but not like in a chemical sense, in a halachic deconstruction. The answer is you can. However, it has to go in one of the following two ways. Okay. Option number one goes like this. If you take bread and you cut them into small pieces, such so that you have no piece that's larger than a kezayis, how big is a kezayis? The size of an olive. How big is the size of an olive? I can't tell you, but the halachic books will tell you it's usually about the size of, I don't know, a half a piece of rye bread, maybe a, right around that size, something like that. Like a half a piece of bread. Small. That's smaller than a kezai. Because that means if you because bread, it, it's if you squish the bread and get rid of all the air. That's really how it works. Okay. So think about a half a slice of bread. A half of a slice of bread or smaller. If any one of your pieces is bigger than a half a slice of bread, doesn't work. Every pre piece has to be smaller than an olive size. I'm gonna say it, I'm just gonna call it a kezaias. What exactly that looks like in real life. Hard to, you're going to have to figure that out. We'll have to figure it out. So this is a proper volume. There's weight. Now you do it. But if each piece is less than a kezayis, and, not or, but and, and it is then cooked in a liquid, cooked in a liquid, so let's say boiled, you have now denatured that bread so that it is now a mizonos. Okay, I'm going to say that again. If every piece is smaller than a kezayis and it's cooked, in halacha, when we use the word cook, 
we mean bishel. Bishel means it's cooked inside of water, boiled, not boiled, not baked. You've now denatured your bread. It's a mizonis. Okay. Ah, thank you. We're going to get to that question. Hold on. Hold that thought for just one second. But did everyone got that? Every, so if you have pieces that any, all the pieces have to be smaller than a gazayas. Again, if in aggregate, the pieces add up to more than a gazayas, not a problem. But each piece on its own has to be smaller than a gazayas. And it's completely submerged in a liquid and boiled. It's now a mizonos. Croutons, it's really going to depend how it's made. If croutons are all less than a kazayas, they're small little pieces. Deep fried in halacha is considered bishal. It's considered like boiled. It's the same thing. It's deep fried. So if a crouton is made by deep frying it, mizonos, and you're good to go. Okay, did everyone follow that? Let's say your croutons are small pieces, but they're baked. Now what happens? <laughs> still hamotzi. It's still bread. It really depends on your croutons, how they're made. Okay? That's my official answer. I'm sticking to it. My unofficial thing that I will tell you, because I, in case, okay, if you want to just close your ears for what I'm about to say so that you not get confused, please do so. Here's the advanced segment of the class just for a minute. There are those who will tell you that if a crouton is made, let's talk about Joel's case, it was made flour, water, baked, and then toasted. So based on what I just told you, tamotsi, it's bread. There will be those who will tell you if the flour, if it was initially made so that it will be croutons, meaning it wasn't leftover bread, and you decided, you know what, let me make croutons out of it. But you're in a crouton factory, and this is your recipe to make croutons, there are those who will tell you, then it's like a crouton. It's a mizonos, it's not bread. Okay, there are those who will tell you that and they are reliable. If you're asking me, I didn't tell you that. I, I typically, although every now and again, I will do that. I was, as a story, just as an aside, again, I don't wanna confuse anyone. I was in a community not so long ago and the rabbi said, in the, you know, I, I was like, I asked the guy, how is the crouton made? And the guy said, it's, it's toasted. So I said, okay, so I'm going to wash and treat it as bread. And the fellow said, the rabbi who in this community says, you treat it as mizonos. So I said, fine, I'll treat it as mizonos. Again, it is a reliable opinion and I didn't want to make anyone uncomfortable. And it is a reliable opinion. So I treat it as mizonos. But if you're asking me, that was because I was in, an, in a, on, I was, I was on the road. I was not playing it on the home field. I was on the road. <laughs> home field advantage, I treat it as bread. And if that, so, again, if you want to uh, just try to ignore everything I said in the last 90 seconds, if you're asking me, what should you do? Treat it as bread. And, uh, uh, you know, unless it's baked, unless it's deep fried or boiled. Did that make sense? A couple of questions. So, what do Yes. So I want to repeat what was just said. Let's say you stick with that, which I just said. Again, assuming it was bread or mizonos. Let, let me, let me, let me build on what you said. And hopefully I answer your question. 
Fine. Let's stick. Ignore that last 90 second thing if it was confusing. Stick with what I said, which was you take you take water, you take flour, you make some uh, you make some bread. You then cut the bread, and it's bread, hamotzi, bread, and all, and then you cut the bread into small pieces, less than the kazayas, and now it's deep fried or boiled in water. So now it's mazel tov. You've been denatured. You're now mizonos. Does that mean I, what happens if I eat an incredible amount of it? Does it, is it like kisnin? Remember we saw kisnin, it turns, the answer is no. Eat as much as you want of it. It's mizonos, no matter the quantity. Okay, so that's the story with croutons. If you're going to ask me, Rabbi, bottom line, what should I do with croutons? The answer is, what I do, how is it made? If it was toasted, it's bread. That's how I treat it. If it's deep fried, then I treat it as mizonos, not a problem. Before I go, I just want to ask two, what's that? What's that? Mozi. Totally. It's bread. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's and it's just not to get this is a, maybe a different for a different conversation. If you have one little piece of bread, the halacha is you have to make a mozi. Okay? It's a tiny piece of bread. Quantity is a general rule. This is by all food, no matter how small it is, you still have to make the proper bracha on it. I want it before, I mean, I know a couple questions. I just want to get two more pieces out because it's right here and then I'll, I want to get uh, get to everyone's questions. So again, I take bread, cut them into small pieces and then I boil it or deep fry it. What's the story with like pan fried? Well, it's like a little bit of oil. Okay? Case number one. Case number two, let's say it's on a skillet but I just put a little bit of Pam on it so that it doesn't burn. Okay. Case number two, I will tell you definitively is not called boiling. That's called grilling. I don't know what that's called, but halakhically, that's not called bishel. That is not, that's not what we're talking about. Okay. So if you just put a little bit of Pam so that it doesn't, you know, or a little bit of you spray, I have like one of these spritzers. I put oil in a, in a mister. That's what I do these days. I do that. That is, that's not what we're talking about. But what about where it's a little bit, it's not just so it doesn't stick, but I'm actually putting a little bit of oil in there so that it actually crisps it up. I'll tell you a good example of that. French toast, French toast, French toast. But again, let's make sure, let's go through Rabbi Meth's recipe for French toast. You have flour, water, baked it. Now you have bread. Tomorrow, you decide, you know what? I want French toast. You then, so it's bread. Remember, once you're bread, you're now in the world of denaturing it. Okay, so you're now trying to denature it. So I'm denaturing it. How am I going to do that? So I'm going to add whatever ingredients that, that so far we'll see in a moment. It might add, right now, it doesn't do it. It doesn't matter. It's bread. It's already been baked. Right, Joel? It's already been baked. If you're making your French toast, if any of those pieces are bigger than a kazayas, the whole question doesn't exist, right? But let's say each piece is less than a kazayas. They're small pieces, okay? It's not even so crazy. It's not so small. It's half a half a piece of French, a half a piece of bread. 
This explains why Jews are so careful and attentive to details, because details matter in life and in religion and in everything that's important in life. You follow football, you know millimeters matter. Football season started. Details matter. Go ask Bill Belichick. They matter. I think it's actually beautiful. There's a real consistency. We don't just make stuff up. There's a real system. You have to appreciate. I appreciate systems. I love this stuff. Again, yes, I want to, again, not to get too far field. Can you drive yourself neurotic? Of course you can. As much as you can in, uh, you know, in anything that, that has a system that, that requires precision. But it's really very manageable. It's really, I, I, we're just getting into the weeds here, but it's really very manageable. You take a piece of bread, you cut it in, let's say cut it in half, and you make your French toast. It's going to depend. If you're just spraying a little bit of oil so that it doesn't burn, still hamotzi. If it's deep fried, I don't never heard of anyone deep frying your French toast. It's for sure Mizonos. If it's, I'm going to call it pan fried, which means there's a little bit of oil, but it's not completely submerged in oil. This was what I was talking about earlier. The Mishra Brewer says it's a suffix. I don't know. Not that he doesn't know. A better way of saying it, it's a machlok. It's a matter of dispute. Mishra Brewer tells us that situation, you're better off only eating it after you've had a mozi on proper bread. Simpler way of dealing it is with your make your French toast. If all, if any of your pieces are just a regular sized piece of bread, it doesn't matter anyway, and you treat it as bread. Typically, you want to know bottom line. Rabbi Matheson's recipe for French toast: just don't make small pieces of French toast. I just treat it as bread. Right? That's what I do. If you wanted to, if you wanted to make Mizonos French toast because you were just interested in doing that, I could give you a recipe. Again, I don't know if this will work. Here's what you can do. Boil up a pot of water. Cut bread into each piece is less than a kazayas. Stick it in the water for 30 seconds. It's now been denatured. Do whatever you want with it. Isn't that cool? I don't know if that will work. Will that work? Does anyone, what? I don't think that'll work. It's, it's one of these things, like, I don't know why you'd want to do it. If you want to just simply put, what's the brach on French toast? The answer is, assuming that you have at least one piece that's bigger than a kazayas, it's bread. That's what I would recommend. That's what I do. Okay, so I'm sorry if I sent everyone on a, on a but but that's the story. Okay, we had a couple of questions. So So then it's okay. The question is, let's say French toast is baked for sure bread, because there's no because again, the only question is if it's going to be boiled afterwards. If it's baked, no questions. Okay. Tall had a question. <clears throat> Isn't this fun? We get to talk about food. Now we're all hungry. It's great. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Question is, is let's say you don't boil it, but I bake it at 5 million degrees. At a certain point, if it's ash, we typically say ash doesn't count as anything. I'd say you burn your chametz before, before Passover, but but does doesn't matter. If baking doesn't matter if you microwave it, if you blow it up, broil it, grill it, doesn't matter. It's still bread. Toasted it, it's still bread. It's not denatured. Another question. Breaded chicken, yes, but not today. 
Because the question was, the question was, were we going to talk about breaded chicken? There, let's just talk about why we're not going to talk about that today. Breaded chicken is, I have bread. I've got, well, let's talk about bread crumbs. Yeah. Okay, I've got bread crumbs. What are bread crumbs? Bread that's just been squished up. If you boil it, no problem. But let's say I'm just putting it on chicken and baking it. Okay, so in theory, the answer is it's still bread. And the answer is it is still bread. It could be, now this is really not for today's class. It could be, and we're going to talk about a different class. Okay, I don't want to confuse everyone for a second, so ignore what I'm about to say if, if it's too confusing. There's a different question in that scenario, theoretically, but typically not, is, okay, it's bread. Do you always say hamotzi on bread in all cases, in all situations? The general answer is almost always. It could be in very unusual situations, although it's bread, you don't make a hamotzi on it. So meaning it's not really germane today. As far as today's class is concerned, that's bread. But in the different world of other, it's called Iker and Tuffle, which is going to be one of the most important classes that we're going to talk about, which is mixtures. What happens? So. Again, if I just confused everyone for the last 30 seconds, ignore what I said. As far as today's class is concerned, breadcrumbs are bread. But they're tiny little pieces and they're smaller than like a size. So. But they're not boiled. It's baked. I'll give you another example, and I'm glad you brought it up. Matzah meal. Matzah meal. Let's talk about matzah meal for a second. Okay, this is a very important thing. Now, I don't want to, again, I don't want to confuse that, you know, get too far afield. There are those who, if you ever, anyone ever hear of Gebrox versus not Gebrox? Okay, for those who are, the, who are unfamiliar, on Passover, this has nothing to do with today's class. This is just interesting. On Passover, there are those who have the tradition, typically those of Hasidic origin, who have a tradition of matzah. They will not put any liquid on their matzah. Matzah will be eaten as matzah, and that's it, but not as an ingredient. You'll be eaten as matzah plain. Okay, I'm actually of that tradition. And typically, people of that tradition don't get married because no prospective spouse wants to marry someone who doesn't eat bread. I'm joking. But it's, it's not a big, it's a tradition. It's a minuk. It's not a real, it's not like a, it's, it's a tradition. Hasidic families tend to do it. Um, I don't find it a big deal. So I don't eat gebraks, which means gebraks is a Yiddish word, means breaking. So I'm not going to break my matzah and use it as an ingredient. For the rest of humanity, what do you do with matzah? You make matzah meal. And with matzah meal, you can bake all sorts of fun things on Passover, such as matzah balls. Let's go through matzah balls for a second. How are matzah balls made? Matzah balls are made, you take matzah, which is bread, you now grind them up into really, really small pieces. Really, really small pieces. If someone were to had a, a, a desire, I want to eat raw matzah meal. What, 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 what is matzah meal considered at that state? But it's flat. It's actually hamotzi. It's bread. If you think about it, it was flour water that was baked, <clears throat> turned into a regular matzah, and now all you've done to it is crunched it up. It's just bread in small pieces. Matzah meal, again, I don't, I, again, I don't, personally, I don't deal much with matzah meal because as I said, I don't eat gebrux, so I don't deal with this so much. I'm assuming no one eats raw matzah, like matzah meal. That's gross, right? You're right. Anyone eat, you like, you don't just, right? It's not a thing. 
Okay. Would you, anyone do that? Right. So if you'd want to do that, matzah meal is hamotzi. If let's say you would want to decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take that matzah meal and boil it. What happens? It's now denatured in Mizonos. What's the bracha on matzah balls? Mizonos. Okay. It's a little trickier than that because you can argue that, yeah, but now it's got turned back into a bigger piece. So now is it really less than a kazayas machine back and forth? The answer is it's a bottom line. There is, no, I just want to flag, there is academic discussion, but bottom line, matzo balls, because they are boiled, mizonos. It's not really relevant to this class. Gebrux just means I won't eat any matzah mixed with anything. So matzah meal has water in it. I'm not going to, you're going to, I mean, I don't eat gebrux. I don't eat broken matzah. Like that, it's not broken matzah, it's anything mixed with my matzah. So this, if you want to know, how crazy is this? In my house, do I eat matzah balls on Passover? I don't. Okay, <laughs> I will make eat matzah balls, but I do. if you've ever been to my house and you've had a matzah ball on Passover, what you're actually eating is those potato starch matzah bombs. <laughs> you know, they're not really made out of matzah. Before, I just want to end, make sure we end on time, and then we'll get grab to question, grab clap, any questions that are left. So again, denaturing bread. If the, every piece is smaller than a kazayas and it's boiled, mizonos. There's one other way you can do it. Is if each piece is less than a, than a kazayas and it is significantly mixed with other ingredients such so that it's not recognizable as being bread anymore and it's baked so it's also denatured. So let me just contrast that. Did everyone saw that? Category one of denaturing is smaller than a kazayas, boiled. Even though a matzo ball, I could tell it looks like matzo, let's say. It doesn't matter. Boiled is considered, so maybe tall, you had asked this before. Boiling is considered a you know tougher form of you know cooking, I guess. If it's boiled, it doesn't matter that it still looks like bread. However, if I take... My, I take bread. Each piece is smaller than a kazayas. But I add a lot of stuff to it. Like an incredible amount of stuff to it. So that's called, the, the terminology is, it has no longer a toar lechem. It doesn't look recognizable as bread. A bread pudding would be an example, potentially, assuming you really can't tell it's challah or bread. Uh, well, a babka is not, is not a denatured bread. A babka is kisnen bread. It's before. But you know what would be a good example? Passover cakes. Let's go back to our matzah meal. Let's say I take matzah meal. Matzah meal is bread. I then mix it with chocolate and sugar and everything that's unhealthy for you. And then I bake it. It doesn't look like you can't tell that that's matzah. You don't even know what that is anymore. The halacha is matzah cake, Passover cakes made out of matzah meal, assuming they really, really are cakes. The, the matzo meal, there's a lot of other ingredients in there. The answer is it's mizonos, and you're good. But if not, if you just, I don't like, I don't know, let's say you were to bake matzo balls. Can you do that? I have no idea. If you were to bake it, still bread. Because, because again, it's just flour, it's just bread with a little bit of water, and it's not boiled. If you bake it and put it in 
It's not, yeah, the, okay, that's gonna take us far afield. The answer is the soup, in theory, if it was in the soup was on a klibishon, which is called, if it was cooking means it's gonna so be- Put it in the pot while it's still on the Boiling, pot. yeah, yeah, that would be considered cooking. Cooking is called, just to, uh, again, this will take us far afield. The definition of cooking is in a liquid that is, let's say on a flame, that's boiling or close to boiling. You turn off the flame before you put it in. Then it's gonna probably not. It's it's tricky. Don't ask that question. It's it's tricky. If it's in there for a long time, if it's if that's a clear reshone, that's a, a bishop question. That's cooking on Shabbos question. That's for a few months down the line. It probably would be denatured. If you really put it into the original. If you just turn the flame off and then you put it in, yes, that would. And you let it in there for a while. Yeah, make a mizano something. Are we assuming yeast is part of all of this? Doesn't need to be. Back in the good old days, they didn't have yeast. Yeah. Where did you get yeast from back in the good old days? First of all, matzah doesn't have any yeast in it. Hopefully, it doesn't matter. Yeast is not relevant. You don't need any yeast. Back in the good old days, they didn't even have yeast. I mean, they had sourdoughs and things like that. Flour tortilla. I was hoping you wouldn't ask that question. Flour tortillas are complicated. Can we put a circle around flour tortillas? Wraps. What are wraps? They're flour, water. That's it. They're kind of soft. I, I think they are baked, aren't they baked? How do you make the tortilla? They're skillets, which are okay, but that's usually considered. Let's put a circle around. Those are confusing. The answer, I'll give you this. The answer without answering it is there are different opinions on it. That's really the answer. Why? I can't tell, like for different, but different opinions. I want to just hit one last thing before we end. So that's the story of denaturing bread. Okay, have we all got it? So that's our story with Mozi. That's our story with Mizonos. We got Kisnin bread. We've got denatured bread. Have you ever gone on Elal or Delta or anyone and you flew to Israel and you ordered the kosher meal and you get in the little kosher meal, a Mizonos roll? You ever seen that? What in the world is that? A Mizonos roll. Have you ever, ever seen that? It looks exactly like a roll but they're going to claim to you it's kisnin bread because they make it with flour, water, but they add other things. There's like apple juice or something like that in it, a significant amount. And then they bake it. So they say it's kisnin bread. And the idea is to serve it on a plane. It's a pain in the neck to wash on a plane. Terrific. Problem. No, it's, I don't know why. I don't understand how kashrut agencies give kashrut on that. And they say it's because you're all, virtually always, when you're eating that roll on a plane, it's your meal. You're always, always eating it as a meal. You have to wash and treat it as bread. Okay? Almost at any, like if you go to any class on like any rabbi who teaches pasta baba kissing in this class, they always end. Mizonos rolls on airplanes should not, it's it's a misnomer and it's a mistake. I don't understand how they give kosher. I mean, I understand how they give kosher. I don't want to, I don't want to, God forbid, say anything. I, I, I mean, the kosher will tell you we're not giving, we're, the, the guy who packaged it said make a Mizonos on it. But uh, that's, that's, don't make a Mizonos on Mizonos rolls. They are hamotzi. They are hamotzi. They are hamotzi. 
and we've gone over. So, but we'll take questions. I know there are a couple questions. So until next week, what do you do the tortilla? Tortilla? Uh, yeah, you could do that. Eat with something else. Yeah, I'll tell you what I used to do. I used to make amotzi on it. Recently, I started making mizonos, but I' not sure. I want to ask because someone that I trust said mizonos, so I'm going to really have to get to the bottom of that. You've been listening to the Jewish Living Podcast with Rabbi Nahal Math. Please do us a favor and like and share this podcast. Ask a question or leave a comment.